Hey, welcome to the Young People Podcast, conversations with young people on passion, purpose, and lifestyle. My name is Lockie, and I am your host, and this is a very exciting new series where we talk about specific topics affecting young people. And joining me as co-host for this new series of episodes will be my guest from episode two of the Young People Podcast. So you might recognize his voice. It's Jacob Bourne. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's good to have you back. It's good to be here. We are starting this journey of this new series of, ep- of episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically what's going to be happening on uh, every other Monday. We've been uploading episodes every Monday fortnight with, with guests. And uh, thank you so much for all the support and everyone that's listening to the episodes. It's been a lot of fun recording them. And there's a lot more exciting guests coming up. But we're going to be starting this cool little other series where we're talking about specific topics that that really affect young people. And the one that we're going to be talking about today to kick off this series is comfort zone. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, it's a good topic to start with. <laughs> do do you feel do you feel uh qualified to talk about this? Yeah, look, as someone who has been notoriously stuck in the comfort zone and someone who's tried to claw their way out of it as well. I think that I have a, a reasonable understanding in my life at least. Yeah. For something, you know, I can I can impart to other people. Yeah. 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 And How about yourself, what do you think? And I'll tell you what, that's the thing, because like we've mentioned before, I've mentioned it here and there on the podcast before, if you're a regular listener. We're not experts on these topics. I mean, the young by, people coming by in. By any we're not, means. <laughs> no, we're not. We're certainly not experts. And that's what I think i uh, really excited about this podcast and that's what sets it apart. We're sort of just young people talking about young people problems from the young people perspective. So Exactly. So, which I think uh, is sort of a different spin on things. And so, yeah, comfort zone is something that definitely, we would say, uh, definitely affects a lot of young people. And we're going to be talking about a lot uh, in future episodes in this series, a lot of other uh, topics and categories that sort of uh, similar things to this comfort zone, talking about uh, stepping out, uh, talking about financial things, about relationships, stuff like that. Uh, So I thought comfort zone was a really good place to start because it's sort of a general sort of thing. And it's something that affects all young people really. Um, so we can really sort of dive into it. We're going to hopefully get some um, some really interesting guests to come in on this series as well. Um, hopefully some, you know, some professional people um, in the industry to uh, to really give us a bit of insight. Mm. Uh, but, but for now, it's just going to be Jacob and I. So thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Let's get straight on into it. So let's maybe start off with our own experiences with comfort zones. So we are both in our early 20s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I'll start off with you, Jacob. What is sure. what are your initial uh, experiences with comfort zone? Um, yeah, go for it. I guess uh, I was thinking about it earlier today, and I thought that when I was younger, I used to think that I had it all worked out, right? Uh, from from comfort zone to relationships to everything, and and as I'm getting older, I, I'm sort of figuring out that you know how much more complicated life really is and you know that comes with more experiences right and so when I was younger my typical answer would have been you know you just need to get out of your comfort zone and I would have only been saying that because that's what other people older people generally have been saying to me and so I thought yeah you need to get out of your comfort zone and for me that was doing things like playing in bands and stuff like that because it was a nervous time for me Mm. but it was really something that I actually loved doing so it really wasn't that hard to to think about getting out of my own comfort zone and I couldn't understand why people found it so much more difficult than than me. And so as I'm getting older now, 
uh, um, experiencing a lot of new things. And I, I, like many other people our age, are going through a point in their life where they think, I don't know what life has to offer me or what I have to offer, you know, life. And I think the big thing that you need to do and that was important for me to do is to start trying out new things. And you get people saying, oh, well, I don't like this and I don't like that, but they really don't know if they don't like it. They just think they won't. For me, uh, stepping into things like like combat sports, like I'm doing a lot of MMA training, and I'm hopefully going to fight sometime um, in the near future, that's been something really for me that's stepping out of my comfort zone, and like especially so because there's some nights where I just don't want to go to training. In fact, everything inside of me wants to is telling me to not go up to training. And so I really just have to step out of my literal comfort zone because, uh, you know, I could stay at home where it's cozy and warm and safe or mm. I could go up to training where I'm, you know, beating up other guys and other guys are beating me up and we're training and we're working together and we're getting sore and it's uh, it's a tough tough place to be and that's the literal example of getting out of your comfort zone i'd think yeah so yes that that's what's been an important aspect for that for me in coming in recent times yeah, yeah, and if you and if if you want to dive uh, more into J Max's story and his training and and fitness and all that stuff, you can check out his episode. That's episode number two of the podcast with Jacob Bourne. Um, yeah, it's an interesting sort of theory that we've got sort of uh, these small comfort zones, uh, like you said, just like uh, stepping out to go to training. One night you got that comfort zone of just oh, I could just relax at home, and then you've got sort of big comfort zones uh, where making bigger decisions, sort of like big decisions that young people make uh, going to uni or college, uh, you know, getting a job. Those are sort of bigger comfort zone things, mm. right? Um, so, I mean, I sort of, I guess the, what I, actually what I sort of want to bring up is the school one. The school the school's the yeah. big one, which is sort of the one that a lot of young people sort of get exposed to initially. And we probably don't realize when we're in school, we don't realize that we're in that comfort, that bubble. And we sort of take it for granted just, you know, going through the week. Um, going through the grind of yeah. school and then you get out and then you see you, you got some perspective on your life you know do you think do you think school is is a, a an overbearing comfort zone on kids it can certainly become that but it can also be the complete opposite to that yeah uh, I, I was just gonna say don't mean to interject but yeah sort of having that 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 lifestyle of you know Monday to Friday, Almost sort of helps having that structure yeah. and sets you on a good course for life. Mm, it's that routine, and I, any successful people. I listen to a lot of uh, people that have been in, as I would say, combat sports, and a lot of my own coaches, and even you know military people, and they all say things like, "You need to have a routine." And when you're in school, that's literally just ingrained into you. You know, you wake up on Monday to Friday. You know finish school at three o'clock or whatever. And then that that's just your life for, you know, over a decade, you know, so yeah. that, that's, that's quite, you know, for people like us, we've been in school longer than we haven't been in school. And so it's hard to, to almost get out of that and be being thrusted into the real world. And then you now you've got to design your own structure for your own life. And all you've got to fall back on is, you know, really what you've learnt from your school years. And a lot of people say that the school system failed them, but 
I think you need to just look at a bit more basic than that. You know, what was something that was really important about that lifestyle? I think it's the structure of even that and trying to replicate that. Or if it, if you think that that's an important aspect, you need to sort of redesign for your life. I think asking yourself questions like, okay, we're talking about comfort zone. And I think I've already established my perspective here that you need to get out of your comfort zone. But I think it's important also to look at why. Why do we need to get out of our comfort zone? Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, so, well, I mean, the, the key thing and the point that I've written down here is the growth that comes when yeah. stepping out of the comfort zone and the opportunities that lie outside that comfort zone. And obviously, as humans, we're sort of, uh, our, our natural response is to is to take the safe option, to take the easy road. Because that's just what we feel is uh, is the most natural and 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 calming option for us mm-hmm. to take, but we find that the the most growth is when we step out of the comfort zone, you know. And things always seem scarier, you know, when you're in the, when you're in sort of that bubble, and looking at things on the outside, and they seem like such a big far away thing. But really, you take one step at a time, and once you get there, mm-hmm. you realize, you know, this wasn't so bad. This wasn't so bad. I mean, I can think of some instances, um, you know, when applying for certain jobs or, or um, I mean, I've started a couple, started some bands with some people uh, in, in the past because we've both been involved in music and sort of feeling quite, you know, hesitant about things. But then I find that when I step out and do it, I'm like, oh, it actually wasn't that bad. Exactly. And then you find that you you grow, you know, you grow, you mature, your, mm-hmm. your, your brain matures from these little experiences. And that comfort zone bubble sort of starts to expand a little bit. And that's really beneficial mm. for humans, especially for young people, to yeah. build that confidence because that's what they need, stepping out into this big, scary world. Yeah. And that feeling of uh, stepping out of your comfort zone, that never gets easier. That I'm just forewarning you. It's not like, oh, I'm constantly stepping out of my comfort zone. And, you know, you, you should get to the point where uh, – it's your comfort zone should be the uncomfort, right? Right. So, yeah. you know, I, I know lots of people that say, you know, I want to be like, uh, who said it? Who said it? Uh, David Goggins. Right. He said, I want to be common amongst, no, what did he say? Sorry. I want to be uncommon amongst uncommon people. So when you, for him, mm. looking at people like Navy SEALs, they're the most uncommon people. Because we, they're, you know, they're freaks of nature, and when you get into that that circle there, well, then you're just common again, right? Because everyone around you is a Navy SEAL. Yes. Everyone's going through the same training. What you want to do at that point is step out of your comfort zone even further and say, okay, now I'm uncommon amongst these people. So I think stepping out of of where you think you might be uncomfortable, if that's comfortable for you, push it even further. See where you can go. And you might hit the wall and you might say to yourself, okay, I've gone too far, but you'll never know that unless you, you try. You never know what your limits are unless you hit them. I think that's uh, an important yeah. thing to remember. Yeah, that's a big thing that I've been starting to learn too about uh, for a lot of young people. I think they start to make up their minds about things outside the comfort zone before they even try them. Exactly. 
you know, I find myself guilty of that, uh, you know, on many occasions. You start to sort of predict what is that pathway going to look like for mm-hmm. me. And then you start to make your own little assumptions and think, oh, you know, maybe, you know, I'm not going to like this. Something bad's going to happen, mm-hmm. which is, you know, totally normal thoughts to have, um, the normal emotions to feel. It's, and, the, it's, yeah. this, it's the being scared and being skeptical at the same time and mm. making excuses. It's almost like when you're waking up, this is something that happens to me in the morning, is that you start to make excuses as soon as you wake up. Yeah. Right? So the moment your eyes wake up, I literally have thoughts. Like I'm like still half in a dream state mm. and I go, if you get up, you know, you're, you're going to die. <laughs> you have, you, your life depends on yeah. this. Yep. And you just have to push past that. Yep. Right. You have to just say no to these excuses and you have to recognize that you aren't your brain and your brain is making excuses because that's what it's designed to do. It's designed to protect you. Yep. And sometimes you have to say, look, this isn't going to kill me. Right. You know, when, when you go for that run and your legs are starting to scream at you and you say, stop, stop. I say, no. I, I tell you when you're allowed to be sore and you're not allowed to be sore yet. Yeah. We're sore. We, we, don't, we don't stop when we're, we're sore. We <laughs> stop when we're done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's really the comfort zone that I'm talking about. It's yep. just even the most basic things. Because if you, if you can get out of bed in the morning, you're one step closer to, to breaking your next barrier. Yeah. It's good. Those little achievements, just yeah. the little things. Yeah. You know? They all build up to yeah. one big thing. And just on that sort of, I like that analogy of running, you know, because once you sort of, you're getting really sore and then once you break past is really the, that's sort of the place you want to get to. And I, I was just, just that while you're talking, I was trying to think of a name for it. I guess we can call it like the danger zone, but it's not dangerous. Like that's the thing. I mean, it sort of feels dangerous when we're in the comfort zone. It seems bad, but once we're in there, that's, that's that little, that little area outside the comfort zone where we're stepping out even though, you know, we're sort of stepping into the cold shower, mm. if you will, um, that is where we truly grow and progress. And that's where the most development happens and the most maturing of, of our brains. And and then you realize when you, once you, when you come to, to face more challenges, you've got that experience and you've, and you've developed that sort of that maturity to, to tackle new challenges with um, a, a bit more confidence. Like you said, it's always going to be uncomfortable. Like, do you reckon there's ever a time where the comfort zone doesn't really exist for people? Or do you think it probably always, I to an extent? I think it's definitely always there. Yeah. For different people, yep. there's a different threshold. Mm-hmm. But even for, you know, the most successful people in the world, you know, they still have their comfort zones that they need to break through every day. And I guess there always comes a point where Tom Bilyeu, is a good example. If you don't know him, definitely look him up. He's got some really great content on there. But he was saying in a video that I saw recently that he's a uh, like a multi-billionaire, I'd say. Yeah. And uh, mm. he said he's more proud, uh, I guess, of his achievements that he the list the little things like he takes a cold shower every day. He's he's the fact that he does that means more to him than the billions of dollars that he's made. The fact that he's made all these jobs, it means more to him than all the money in his own bank account. Yeah. It's all these little things mm. that, you know, the fact that he can he can run that extra mile means more to him than all the the billions in his bank account. So I think it's, as, I, as we were saying before, all these tiny little steps that make up the big achievements. And you're not going to get those big achievements Unless you you go through all those little steps because you gotta you gotta walk before you can run, right? 
That's right. That's right. To develop that sort of, that strength, mm-hmm. you know? And it's all about practice. Yeah. And just, uh, you know, and the first time doing things is always going to be the hardest. And, you know, like I've been saying, sort of de- repeating repeating those steps and repeating that sort of constantly facing those challenges, you, you're going to start to develop that sort of uh, that strength to face them mm-hmm. a bit more easier. Um, another point that I wanted to bring up, which I thought was really interesting, that I just thought of today actually coming to record this uh, podcast, is can we grow inside the comfort zone at all? Is there any growth to be found inside the comfort zone, staying within the you know, the the, um, the abstract comfort zone. What do you mm. think about that? I think it sort of, it, it almost comes down to uh, that saying, well, that decision, are you going to double down on your strengths or are you going to double down on your weaknesses? And mm. for someone like me, I always choose to double down on my weaknesses because I, I want to, you know, be uh, the most well-rounded, developed person I can yeah. be. Yeah. But for someone that's really successful, maybe in one area, like let's use a music analogy, for example, if you're like the most amazing guitarist in the world, the only way you're going to really get there is maybe just by doubling down on your strengths. And every, even even your strengths, you know, when you branch off there, have little weaknesses. Like you might be guitar is one big generalization. I know it sounds small, but you've got all these different techniques and different things that you can do. You know, you might, um, for example, choose to, uh, okay, you might be great at slap bass. And slap bass is your your thing, you know. (laughs) You're just going to double, and you're going to be, you know, Mm. practicing that for 10 years, and then you're going to be the best at slap bass in the whole world. Mm. But when it comes to, you know, some other you know, menial yeah. technique. You've got no idea what you're doing. You know, you've got no idea what you're doing, but that's a building block to the rest of, you know, your whole well-rounded, you know, uh, achievement in that area. So I think you can definitely build mm. and build and build in the comfort zone, but is it really worth it? Is it worth it? Because I think if you're just building on your strengths all the time, then you're going to be pretty uh, one-sided. Yeah. Yeah, that, no, that's, I totally agree. And I think... The growth that happens outside the comfort zone is definitely uh, there's definitely larger growth to be found there than within the comfort zone, mm. and by developing uh, those weaknesses. And it just sure. comes as a decision. What what yeah. kind of person do you want to be? Mm. What kind of person do you want to achieve, like in your life? Mm. For people, for young people stepping out of school, uh, and obviously that's a scary sort of time. They've got the option of of, of working. Uh, maybe they'll take a gap year. Maybe they'll go to college, uni, do something. Uh, no matter what you do, that's sort of that's sort of stepping out of your, out of your comfort zone to do something. Um, what's what are some some tips maybe that you would give uh, to young people to simply just stepping out of their comfort zone, just in a, on a general sort of basis? Hmm, that's a that's a really good question. Mm. And it dep- like I was talking to someone today, and they said that I won't, you know, mention specifically, mm. but, you know, there was a point in their life where they couldn't even get out of bed. And I was just saying that before, and I was saying for me it's because, you know, I'd wake up and I'd be super tired and my brain would just be like, go back to sleep. But for some people, 
that just even getting out of bed if they're severely depressed or mm. you know anxiety ridden like a lot it's a, a bit it's of a an challenge. epidemic at the yeah. moment isn't it you know mm. with the young kids going through school there's so much pressure there some of them can't even muster up the the strength or the willpower the audacity to even step a foot onto the floor mm. right so I think it's even doing things like that and surrounding yourself with people that can hold you accountable to even those little decisions. I think the best way to to get these things going is to just develop momentum. It's just one thing after the other, after the other, after the other. Mm. And make a habit out of it. Make a habit out of the little things. And it doesn't sound big, but it really is. Mm. You know, I was reading Jordan Peterson's book. Uh, I've read it a couple of times. And one of the chapters uh, talks about um, just organizing your room. And, well, okay, that's easy, isn't it? Right? It's just organizing your room. I mean, a lot of people spend <laughs> no, half their life in their room. Not for some teenagers. Room, but not for some teenagers. No. But, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it, but it's, people say, well, that's easy. It, it, might be, it might be simple, but it's definitely not easy. Mm. Right? And it's a really big deal. When someone can't even step out of their bed, organizing their room is a very big step. So I think it's just looking at not comparing yourself to other people, not saying, oh, well, this guy is making, you know, six figures and or your your parents or anything like that, people around you. What's, what's the next step out of your comfort zone? Mm. Do that. That's your next objective. Yeah. That's your next mission. And when you can't do that, when you fail to do that, work on it again. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to look up at the stars and say, well, I'll never get there, so why bother stepping out of my bed? Mm. It's like, well, no, you can you can get to the other side of your room. That's your objective. You know, no one ever got to the moon by, you know, giving up before they got out of bed. Yep. You know, yeah. Walk to the, the next side of your room and then walk back. If that's literally all you can do, mm. then do that. You know, and then once once that's easier again, Walk a bit further and then walk outside your room. And then, you mm. know, you just got to build these momentum. Momentum. It's yeah. Momentum. Yeah, yeah. How critical do you think are goals? Uh, I guess just in general, but in relation to, to, to comfort zone, having goals to help you step out of that comfort zone. Um, do you think it's good to have large, uh, large goals, sort of long distance goals that you can sort of gradually aim towards? Um, do you think it's better to have sort of a series of smaller goals? Like you're sort of saying, Amy, just like stepping out of bed and, you know, just tidying your room, simple things like that. What do you have to say about that, sort of having big goals? Um, it so, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I would say it depends. It really depends on the person and it depends on the goal and, yeah. and what you would say is a big goal. Because as I was sort of alluding to before, hmm. just because it's not you know, grand and, and, you know, it's it's not big compared to other people doesn't mean it's not big. Mm. For me, uh, you know, I'll give a, a little example, a little life story. When I was coming out of school, I had a, what I thought was a plan and the plan was going to be I'm going to graduate from school, I'm going to go to a music school, I'm going to develop my music skills there as a composer, then I'm going to get work as a music composer for film, TV, screen, composition, whatnot, mm. and that's going to be my life. And so that I had that plan and I had that goal and that goal was made up of all these yeah, steps. Along and, the way. But these mm. steps was were kind of, there was like maybe three or four steps there. Mm. 
I didn't realize until I started going. It's like, okay, oh, I have to get a, a music degree now, so, you know. So each assignment was the next step, you know. I had one task and I had to write this report and I had to do this assignment and I had to make these connections. Mm. And life just gets in the way, doesn't it? And then since then, that goal has changed completely. So mm. if I, I had thrown all my eggs into the one basket, which I sort of did, mm. then you sort of come out of it in a very depressed state because you don't feel like... it. It's not that you just ha- haven't achieved it. It's that you've failed. That's what I felt like anyway. But then I realized how how young I am. Mm. And, you know, having people like yourself actually around me and, and you know, showing me that it's okay to, to try these different things. Mm. And it's what we were saying before, isn't it? You know, that people make up their mind about their life and the things that they want to do and the things that they'll be good at before they've even tried it. Now, I used to make fun of someone, uh, a young friend of mine, I grew up with him, and he hated fish. He hated fish. The taste of fish. He'd never had it in his whole life. Ah. But he just thought that he'd, <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't like it. It's the classic, have you ever tried it? No. Well, you, then you don't know what it's like. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a so, good, good analogy. Yeah. And yeah. if you if you'd told me, like when I was doing my music degree, that yeah. I'd be where I am today, I would have, no way. Of course not. What are you talking about? No, it's not me. Yeah. But you're all different people all through your life, aren't yeah. you? And so you become those people by doing the things that you've mm. got to do. So I think we deterred from the 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 question a bit, but I think in terms of having goals, don't focus on what you think other people are doing. And it's, it's big in their eyes. Maybe, yeah. Wouldn't it be great to be a billionaire? That's not the be-all and end-all because, and this is going to sound cliche, but that won't buy you happiness. You don't want to be like a prince sitting around, you know, having being fed grapes all the time. You want you want challenge and you want some sort of uh, hustle sensibil- sensibility and you're not going to get that unless you constantly step out of even these little comfort zones, even if that's stepping out of your bed. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I was sort of just let, letting you roll there. No, <laughs> wait, wait, good. what do you think about it? Uh, I, I like the idea of having, I've always liked the idea of having like long-term goals, big goals. Uh, just always makes you feel like you're heading towards something. Mm-hmm. Um, and But having smaller goals along the way is also really good. So that Because it's very easy to get lost along the way and sort of forget where you're sort of heading. And take you start to take things for granted, and you sort of lose track of, of where things are, and you and, and you and you go, oh yeah, I, I was like I, I was heading this way, I like completely forgot you know what I've what I've been aiming for this whole time. So that's why I think having those smaller goals, the you know more regular rewards along the way is really really uh, important to have, so that you've got that constant feeling of of you know okay, I'm rolling on that track, rolling on that track. But I think what we also have to do, sort of, it's sort of contradictory to that to that theory of having goals. We also sort of have to get out of this. Young people have to get out of this mental state. Um, not demanding that young people get out of this state, but uh, but but I think it's really be would be beneficial for young people to stop trying to project their life. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the classic question that a lot of people ask each other is like, what what do you think you like what would you what would you like your life to look like in 5 years time, yeah. 10 years time? Yeah. And you know, we can we can say whatever we want to have a house, to have a family, to have, you know, a 
fancy car, a job and everything. Um, but you obviously it's nothing is no one's ever I'm sure no one's ever accurately projected their life. I don't think you know? I think that question's being asked more than the question, what would you like to achieve by the end of today? Yeah. It's like yeah, I think yeah. that's a more appropriate question because, mm. you know, how how are you expecting to know what your life is going to look like in five to ten years if you yep. can't even figure out what you're going to do today. Yeah. Because the, the, like, the world today is so unpredictable too. So I think what is more beneficial, while it is good to have goals, and that's totally fine, and I wouldn't uh, deter people away from having goals. I have goals. We all have goals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the number of I'd love to get the count of the number of time the word goals has been oh, said. Yeah. And comfort zone. <laughs> and comfort zone. Before this podcast, we actually wrote, wrote down a couple synonyms for comfort zone. It was really hard too. We had safety bubble, safety net, yeah. uh, solace, mm. and serenity. Yeah. Serenity. So Serendipitous. Well, well, is, I can't even remember we'll the definition. Use, I think that's just like we'll, serene. We'll try and use some more of those synonyms throughout the rest of the to the podcast. Uh, but going back to my point, um, yes, so not to project and not to sort of predict where things are going and focus more on sort of, I guess, to put it simply, uh, establishing a thick skin. Um, how else can I say that, though? Sort of developing... Uh, Your tolerance for... Yeah. And, you know, bringing it back to comfort zone. It's okay to have a, that comfort zone, but have a comfort zone that has a, a revolving door where you're okay to step out. You're constantly okay to step out and okay. challenge yourself, mm. you know, even on a daily basis. And make it a, make it a normal uh, yeah. part of your day. I think I, I try to write. I should probably be doing it more, but I try and write and journal a lot. And I think one of the things that I wrote recently was uh, I, I set myself a challenge and I wrote it down. I said, your challenge is tomorrow you're going to do something that makes you uncomfortable, right? And I just, uh, then the excuses come in and you start thinking, oh, well, what's the point of that? I mean, you're not really, I mean, there's no use for that, right? It's like, no, shut up, brain. I'm doing this. <laughs> I've just made the decision. I don't care if it's a... You know, a stupid decision, yeah. or it's menial, or, mm. or tedious, or you know, or even silly, or if no, no, nothing good's going to come of it. I'm making the decision to do yeah. it. And I think that's where you've got to, you know, draw the line because your brain is designed. If you look at, you know, the very primal part of our DNA, it's it's come from ancestors where they had to survive. Mm. They just had to survive every day. And that is still a part of our DNA. And, you know, it might have been watered down to a degree with you know, our current society, but that is a big part of who we are as human beings. And so when our brain says, stop, that's scary, you know, don't do that. You know, have you ever got the, gone too close to a, a, you know, a high ledge on a cliff? You know, you've gone trekking somewhere mm. and you've got nervous and you've got the shakes and you know mm. you're totally fine but your brain is just getting you away from that. Mm. That's like anything that you approach in life. If it's that new degree, starting a new business, and you get attached to these things mm. like money and, and you, you really embed with it. And so when your mind starts saying, this is, this is too much and you start getting the shakes and you want to step back from the ledge, I, I, I say at that point, you know, I wouldn't just say jump, but... You know, don't don't step away, okay? Think about it. Commit to it. Commit to your decisions and see them through because I think it's not circumstance that changes our goals. 
a lot of the time. I think it's our excuses and we blame it on circumstance. But I think everyone's really, really 100% in charge of their own life. And if you're not where you wanted to be yesterday, it doesn't matter, you know, who is around you. If if there's people around you that are, are stopping you from being where you want to be tomorrow, then change the people around you. Right. Mm, surround yourself. Surround yourself with, with people. With people that will encourage you. Even. Yeah, you could, yeah. That's your responsibility. Mm. You you are in charge of that. Yeah. So I'd say, and that even is you know uh, a big part of stepping out of your comfort zone, just surrounding yourself with different people. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. That that's a good point, actually. So just meeting other sure. people and having those experiences with different people mm. you know if you keep seeing the same faces every day then you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna learn much exactly you know? um one of the things that i wanted to sort of wanted to touch on just as it sort of popped into my mind as you explain that that sort of cliff analogy is that feeling of anxiety that a lot of people get anxiety is a feeling that um i'm sure every single young person has felt at least once in their lives um and it's that's that's, that's certainly a uh one of the one of the um, one of the main sort of feelings that, that that sort of relate to comfort zone and stepping out of the comfort zone. That's when we feel anxiety. It, anxiety is sort of uh, a feeling that our it's what our brain tells us when we're about to step into danger. Mm-hmm. And it says, don't step out. But I think what we have to do is sort of almost rewire our brains a little bit to say that maybe anxiety isn't such a bad thing all the time. Yeah. Maybe anxiety is, is that... Um, is right before we're about to step out and and learn and grow yeah. and mature. And, you know, while it is an uncomfortable feeling initially, you know, if 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 if, if you're for example, if you if you're attending a new university, stepping into a new course, you're there for the first day, it's you no absolutely no one. That's that's terrifying. It's terrifying. Every kid, every kid's nervous at the first day of school and university. I'd be surprised if you weren't. The first if you, if job. you have never been surprised, please come yeah. on this podcast. Right? <laughs> we want to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> we want to find you. We want to talk to you. Um, it's an incredibly natural thing to feel. Uh, so that anxiety is. We sort of have to sort of think of that as as maybe something that that's not that bad. You know. Mm. It, it, it's that chance for us to grow. It's that are we are we going to step back into the comfort zone, or are we going to take that step forward and use that opportunity to grow and mature? Yeah, yeah. So we've sort of now looked at a couple of the aspects of uh, the comfort zone, like what it is, uh, how to step out of it, w- why it's important to step out of it. What do you do? You think there is an important distinction on who it affects? Mm. I mean, obviously, it's the, the the main ones, the individual mm-hmm. that 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 is doing the stepping out, and also, I guess, the it it also affects your relationships and the people around you, and especially when they see you grow as well. People close to you, when they see you grow, it it's, you really start to have a different sort of relationship with them and have a sort of a newfound respect mm. for them. I guess something mm. that I've been thinking about a lot recently. And I've got my own opinions on this. I'd be interested in hearing what yours are. You get to a point where you want to, you feel like you're gaining momentum, right? And you're achieving these things. And even if they're little things, you're in a good mindset, but you've got a lot of people around you that you want to bring along, you know, with you, want want them to join the train, Mm. right? But you can't seem to instill a sense of, you know, purpose or whatever is going throughout your head. Mm. You want to sort of inject that into the people around you. 
do you think that's important to to try and bring people along the ride with you or try and chase other people that are already have that mindset it's an interesting point because the main thing that i always, that i always think about and we've sort of touched on a couple of times here is that everyone's going to be different everyone's going to have their own sort of goals or own ambitions and also everyone's going to want to step out of their comfort zone at different times mm. and that's okay you know that's fine um some people want to move out of home straight away like uh, they finish school and they want to move out of home some people feel like they need time to sort of um map their lives out just a little bit just sort of get uh, not map their lives out but sort of establish uh maybe a financial sort of stability mm-hmm. before they step forward and and they feel like they need their that comfort zone they need their comfort zone to to sort of come with them a little bit before stepping forward okay further a bit more but with bringing other people along i mean it's always good to encourage people to step out of the comfort zone with you but yeah but also acknowledging that everyone's going to be at their different sort of points yeah yeah what do you think yeah. of that? Oh, definitely. Mm. I mean, I am at the point, even talking to you about this is really unique because there was a point where when we first met, we were two really, really different people and we got along really well and we've been friends for a long time. Mm. But there's been points where you've said to me, oh, come on, J-Max, you know, get your, get it, get it together. Mm. You know, I want you to, you know, change and, you know, for the better. And I've said the same things to you. I've said, look, I think you're in a bit of a spot right now. I want you to come along. And we've both been as arrogant and stubborn as each other at different points. <laughs> yeah. And we're very different people right now. And we've got different opinions on things and different mindsets. And we establish those a lot. And we get... But I think it's it's really important. Uh, I think this has been a really beneficial sort of friendship that we've had in the sense that we can... Uh, look at each other's different opinions and we can accept it and and we can move forward and move along with those things, you know, with our own lives. But yeah. as long as we're, we've both got momentum, as long as we're both moving somewhere, mm. I think that's important. If someone's just in the same place and they just won't budge, I think the only... I, I would encourage to, to look at yourself because people generally like to follow other people and i know it's a common saying don't be a sheep you know be unique and stuff to but if the if the herd or or the all these sheep are going and they're collectively doing something positive it's not necessarily bad to to be unique yeah to do something else you know Mm. you can go along with the herd if if, i mean where you know people are you know a tribal as it is that's getting back to our primal dna you know where we're built and designed to be in tribes we need people around us and so when the herd is doing something positive follow mm. that and there's communities and and social circles everywhere and i think it's just about finding and latching on to a, a, a circle or a community that'll take you with them and you've got to be willing to move yeah i think so i'd that'd be my advice rather than trying to bring people along with you mm. even though that can be really hard if you to to leave them in their own they'll catch up if they if they really yeah. want to they'll catch up you don't yeah. need to stop what you're doing to bring them along yeah you just keep moving and sometimes taking that forward step sometimes easier with other people mm. too you find if especially if you find people um that are on the same wavelength stepping forward uh, becomes a lot easier just having that just that group mentality 
and sort of having a, the idea of teamwork, I think really helps us move forward, um, not just as a group um, overall, but, but as, uh, as individuals as well, yeah. you know? And I mean, I like the point that we made before about uh, the importance of meeting new people. And that's, that's, I think that's a key component, component to stepping out of the comfort zone too, meeting new people. And that way you learn more and that having those new experiences really helps you grow and develop. Yeah. 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 Really, really good. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us on the very first uh, episode of this new series. This has been the Comfort Zone episode. We're going to have uh, these episodes on alternating Mondays. So uh, every Monday, you're going to get an episode with the guest. That's going to be continuing on. And then every other Monday, you're going to get an episode of Jacob and I talking about a particular topic that is affecting young people. Mm. Um, so let us know what you think of these uh, episodes. Maybe let us know of some other issues that you'd maybe like us to talk about. Or if you have any questions about what we've talked about, feel free to, uh, to, to let us know. You can find the Young People Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, just search up the Young People Podcast. Uh, you'll find it up there. Make sure you use um, hashtag the Young People Podcast and hashtag TYPP when you are using the, uh, the hashtags on the social medias. And don't forget, you can check out the Young People playlist, which is where all the songs from the guests of the podcast uh, get, get sent to. That's, that playlist is on Spotify. Make sure you check that out and you can listen to the podcast on Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts, it's all over the place. I'm, I'm sure you've, you would have figured that out by now if you're yeah. listening to this podcast. Well, Jacob, what, what did we think of that? Was that good? That was fun. Yeah, that was we fun. We should do this more often. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Young people talking about young people problems. That's what this is. So thank you very much uh, for listening, everyone, from Jacob and Lockie. We'll see you next time. <laughs>